Yes, cha-ching indeed. That can only mean one thing. It's the Full 10 Yards betting podcast back once again after a little hiatus. Uh, joining me as always, Adam Wolford. Adam, you are taking your, your child to university. You're back at university. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Yeah, I could maybe finally uh, venture out of the postman boots if I came back here. But no, um, my, my daughter has football training on Saturday mornings. She's absolutely useless at it, but she enjoys it. So American football. Yeah. <laughs> no, she'd be even worse at that. No, just normal football, uh, normal British football. She's uh, in a big woolly coat at the moment, which uh, seems fairly ridiculous. But oh well, was, was, she, was she playing left midfield? Should be left back in the changing room. Really, Oy, but, you know. There it is. There it is. How would how would you feel if your if your daughter played American football? I don't think I'd be quite happy with it. I'm kind of gutted <laughs> I missed out when I was younger, to be honest. Yeah, I, yeah. I came to, I'm at Derby Uni now, and I, I came to Derby Uni when I was younger, but they didn't, as far as I'm aware, there wasn't American football when I was here. Mm. It was it was about 15 years ago, so it was quite a while ago. Yeah. But I, I think I would have made a decent running back. I couldn't do much else at five foot six, but um, <laughs> I could be... Uh, could be a Boston Scott kind of type if I was back then. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, okay, let's get to the games in divisional round uh, in the NFL. So four games to get through. We'll go through them in chronological order. Just before we do, I thought it would be a good idea just to go through the betting for uh, Super Bowl outright and AFC and NFC winners. So Baltimore Ravens currently your favourites at 21-20 to 20 for the Super Bowl. San Francisco are the NFC um, favourites, I suppose, at 7-2 to two for... Oh, oh, God, that just scares the living daylights out of me seeing that there. But there we go. Uh, Kansas City, 18-5. to five. Green Bay Packers at nine to one, ten to one, big up bar the rest. In terms of AFC, Baltimore Ravens are short four to five. Uh, Kansas City viable alternatives at nine to five. New England Patriots, uh, what New England Patriots? Why are they there? That's uh, that's not updated. That's great, isn't it? Well done, Tim. Um, obviously, yeah. Houston Texans are fourteen to one. Uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, you can get fourteen to one as well. Anything uh, actually? Uh, NFC. Uh, if I can just go back on my browser. NFC, obviously you've got San Francisco 49ers at even money as well. Green Bay Packers are 3-1. to one. Seattle Seahawks are 6-1. to one. And Minnesota are also 6-1 uh, to one for about 13-2. to two. Any Anything there stand out for you in terms of Super Bowl, AFC, NFC, Adam? No, AFC obviously is between the two of them. It's between the Ravens and the Chiefs. I can see, well, obviously we'll get to this later, but I think they'll both win. Um, the NFC side, I'm a little bit confused to be honest. It's a yeah, bit, it's, a di- it's a difficult a week. More, a bit more muddled. Yeah, obviously last week you had quite cl- all. I think all games were within one score, weren't they? Uh, within eight points yeah. or something like that. And then this week you've got the potential for quite a few blowouts. To be quite honest, judging by by the spread. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they kind of all play out. Uh, I think there's a couple of slam dunks uh, on on this week's slate, and uh, we'll say we'll get to those very shortly indeed. Um, but yeah, it is quite a tough one for, in terms of spread lines and over-unders as well because you've got Kansas City uh, and Green Bay which are going to be low temperatures, going to be runnable type style. And you, you know, depending on how effect- effective those those run games are will determine whether you get the overs. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think in the long run the AFC will beat the NFC in the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd be surprised if they don't. Yeah, um, I think we really need to blow our own trumpet for last week as well. To be honest, mm. Yeah, mm. we did we did pretty well on the on the website last week. We did, we did. Um, yeah, yeah I no know. Way. I know personally, I had Josh Allen any time in the first one. Yes, second you did. game. Second game, I had James White over fifty and a half rush and receiving yards. And last one, I had. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, I missed. I uh, missed out the one I lost on. I lost on the Saints. Didn't have any winners today, but I had. Um, DK Metcalf in the last game as well, mm. so I, I did pretty well, and I know that you had you were all over the Titans. Yes, uh, it was. So yeah, had, yeah. Uh, money line and the spread. Yeah, yeah. If Buffalo would have won, I would have uh, I would have cleaned up. Yeah. But. So yeah, I think uh, a little bit of 
trumpet blowing for ourselves there. Yeah, absolutely indeed. Uh, so we'll put these up. The Maybe not on the over forty-five in um, Seattle versus Philadelphia that you uh, that you went with, but uh, no. the rest of it good. No, no, but it's, uh, you can't get more, right? Can you? Jeez, <laughs> no. this is a free this is a free service, Adam. Can say definite profit anyway. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. So let's try and make some more profit this weekend then. So yeah, like I say, uh, first game up is Minnesota at San Francisco. Um, so if you fancy San Francisco to win this game, I think they're they're both better than um, the Green Bay and Seattle teams. So I'd probably take I'd probably advise taking the evens for the NFC to be quite honest. Uh, which again, uh, considering the amount of stick I've given San Francisco uh, this season absolutely terrifies me that they're going to go to the Super Bowl so um, yeah taking a massive L on that one but hopefully Minnesota can get the, get the job done over under here is 44 and a half uh, obviously Minnesota coming back off uh, on the on the back of a domination of, of New Orleans which no mean feat you know New Orleans had been rolling for, you know last bit of the season as well so um, of course Minnesota Dealing with back-to-back away games, you know, can they get the same pressure they did to, to Drew Brees? Uh, can they stuff the run like they did stuffing, you know, Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray? Um, you know, on the San Francisco sides, you've got Ken, um, you've got D Ford and Quan Alexander could be back, which is massive um, for the San Francisco 49ers. Bad news for Cousins because he's not going to get the same time in the pocket to just pick apart uh, and pick pick his target, pick up Stephen Diggs, uh, Adam Thielen, and all the rest of it as well. So. Um, yeah, on a quarterback on the other side, Jimmy Groppolo, San Francisco is his first playoff game as well, so I'm interested to see how he deals with that. Um, yeah, San Francisco probably obviously in, in the better position of having longer time off. Uh, they have a better record against uh, against playoff teams this season as well, so probably you know they are the better team, which is why they're seven points at home. So um, for me, I'm probably going to take the unders in this one because I think the defenses might get on top in this one, and you know Kirk Cousins is always due to to pee down his legs, so uh, it'd be interesting. To, I, I think they'll be able to staff all the run of San Francisco as well enough uh, to keep it low scoring how do you see the game going it's a really tough one to call isn't it it's, um, I, I think the 49ers obviously should win it uh, like you said the Vikings had a very tough game last week on the road and on the road again after going back home it's not going to be easy for them um, there's also worries over Adam Thielen who got stepped on last week uh, sorry got stopped on in practice I believe um, and had stitches in his foot uh, which nice. is never good. Uh, yeah. I think I read earlier that he should play, but there's a chance that I could reopen and then obviously that will get him out of the game. Um, so that's obviously a very um, minus a negative loss. point for yeah, the yeah. Vikings. Um, as you said, Quan, Quan Alexander's back. D Ford, I've just read, is apparently a game-time decision. So we'll see what happens there. But if he's back, that's um, basically their early, early season defence back. So that's um, a good look for them. Yeah, I don't don't really know how to attack this one. I would probably go overs, to be honest, just because the 49s have put up some huge scores at home this season. And I trust uh, Shanahan to scheme anyone open. Uh, the Vikings are prone to getting beaten deep down the field. So there's a possibility they can do that. Garoppolo's actually got an arm on him, unlike Drew Brees, who's got a bit of a noodle arm nowadays. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't... I, I've got to lean San Francisco, but I probably wouldn't take them against the spread. Mm. Yeah, one one thing, the one angle, the one angle I did try and find in this one was the uh, I think the slot the slot defender for Minnesota I think yes. is is out. So Kendrick Bourne uh, could be a decent price. I'm just getting his price up. Yeah, now. I've just looked at that eighteen and a half yards, hmm. um, which is nothing. Um, that was one I was going to mention in a few minutes. Yeah, and the, um, yeah, seventy two so yeah, like, times. Like well. said, yeah, like you said, slot um, slot slot cornerback that's the word is after he's um he had surgery so he's definitely out yeah. so yeah i think that's a uh, a decent one 
Mm, interesting. Um, okay. his, his odds for TD, I think, was only about three, seven to two. Yeah, yeah, seven wasn't, to two. Um, wasn't as huge as it normally is for Kendrick Bourne, which is annoying because I've had a few decent prices on him. Mm. Um, if you did fancy a stupid long shot, Dante Pettis, the forgotten man, is twenty-five to one um, on Betfair, and as low as ten to three on Ladbrokes. <laughs> um, with the Thielen issues, uh, Olabisi Johnson six to one mm. uh, on that side of the ball probably isn't the worst shout because he does most of Thielen's work when Thielen's out. Uh, and my other one that I looked at for any time was Dalvin Cook, six to five. Basically anything over evens, I will take on Dalvin Cook. Yeah. He's only failed to score in three games this year. Yeah. Scored 13 in the regular season and obviously got a couple last week. Yep, yeah. like it. Okay, let's move on to the other game on Saturday or Sunday morning now, I suppose it is. I'm not quite sure why last week they did two, two AFC games and then two NFC games and then mixing up this week. Really don't know, understand that. But anyway, uh, Tennessee, after uh, defeating the Patriots, their reward is travelling just a bit further south from New England and travelling to Baltimore. Baltimore are 10-point favourites. Over under here is 47. This one all hinges on how Tennessee, how long can Tennessee stay in the game if they can get to half time within one score it, it keeps Derek Henry kind of relevant in the game so um, you know if Baltimore come out of the gates fast and you know put, put up a couple of touchdowns then Derek Henry's not going to be in this game uh, and Baltimore are absolutely going to steamroll Tennessee because the pass defence for Baltimore uh, are, are pretty decent as well so Tanner Hill might not um, be able to to actually pass the ball and say that Dion Lewis uh, passing catching passes out of the backfield is not a sign that Tennessee are going to win this game so uh, for Baltimore though Mark Andrews and uh, Mark Ingram are seemingly questionable for this one uh, I think it's actually quite telling that Gus Edwards is 5-6 to six anytime pretty much in the betting for for, uh, on the, on this side of the pond as well, so that kind of gives me an inkling as to you know, the status of Mark Ingram actually. So uh, that'd be quite interesting. Um, here's a couple of good stats for you: uh, favourites that are seven, seven points or more in the divisional round are, are eight and twelve. Um, against the spread, but the underdog is 10 and 12 against the spread if you take out the games with New England. Obviously, New England um, usually slaughter teams in the playoffs. So, uh, the underdog that are set, you know, underdogs or seven points or more are 10 and 2 against the spread. So, um, that's quite telling if you're not New England. Yeah. 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 Obviously, New England skew pretty much every stat there is. So, yeah, yeah it's, um, it's not going to be an easy one this one either. Like, I think the Titans will come in looking to do what they did last week, just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Um, but they're playing against an offense that's actually got an ability to score points. So I don't think they'll be able to do that. Uh, I believe the Ravens are the quickest starting team in the league this year. Yeah. Um, They've obviously scored earlier than everyone else. The second in the league is a team coming up later, which I will mention at the time. <laughs> um, yeah, as you say, the, it, it kind of hinges on Ingram and Andrews. I think Andrews will be fine. Ingram I'm a little bit more apprehensive about because yeah. the calf strain is it's a real pain to get over. And by the sound of it, he was getting ready to go last week, but then it looks like he's been re-aggravated, which is... Um, quite a bit of a pain for him and yeah it's it's one that's easy, easily re-aggravated if you've ever had one yeah it's a bit of a bit of a pain the thing is that they could probably rest him in this one because Gus and uh, Justice Hill mm. aren't too much of a downgrade on on Ingram himself it just means that it kind of telegraphs the play because Gus Edwards is not a pass catcher whereas Justice Hill yeah. um, is in for that yeah um, I have taken a punt on Justice Hill already at five to one yeah um, I've got him you can get four to one for him now yeah oh, I saw nine to one oh, nine to two a minute ago uh, yeah there was nine to two but it was at some random book um, I think it was spread X spread X yeah. yeah 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 um, yeah four to one um, but yeah I got blowing my own trumpet a bit I'll put it on 
Twitter and killed the price on Skybet. I got five to one on Skybet for him, and he's now nine to four. Nice. Um, moving, and I got sixty-six nice. to one for two or more, and that dropped to twenty within about five minutes of me posting it. So it's been a while since I've had that kind of influence. Power, but, mate! Uh, Absolute power. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I know full well that it takes about twenty quid to move the lines uh, early in the week, but uh, still feels nice to know that I, I achieved that. Absolutely. Um, on the other side of the ball, you've got the tight ends. They're generally the people who score for the Titans. Um, Ferkser, if you fancy him again, he's ten to one. Uh, my man Jono Smith is five to one. Mm. Um, I'm not sure which way I'd go on either of them, to be honest. Mm, Jono um, Smith's big at fives. Yeah, first on Betfair. Um, you can get four to one-ish everywhere else. Mm. But even still, that's a fairly decent price. Yeah. Like you said, they're good at defending wide receivers. Um, I believe that the Ravens' weakest slot is against wide receiver twos. Um, I don't know whether that really helps because it'll be Corey Davis or Tajay Sharp. Mm. They're four, four to one, uh, 11 to two-ish for them too, but I probably wouldn't touch them. Yep. Okay. That's fair enough. I have, yeah, if just for the game, I'll probably go. I'll go Baltimore. I'm going to lay the points minus ten. And I'll probably take the under yeah. as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I've um, I've written up Baltimore minus nine when it was minus nine. So, um, and yeah, due to I, I I think strangely enough, it's going to be warmer in this one than it is in San Francisco, which seems ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Given yeah. The fact it's a later game and it's in a much generally colder place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Bit of a weird, uh, bit quick, weird, quick. Mm. Um, for the record, I don't think England will play, but no. um, obviously that's just kind of trying to read between the lines. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, well, guess say Gus Edwards at five to six anytime touchdown scoring. No thanks. Um, yeah. Okay, let's move yeah, on. He's, then. A, he's only sorry. Uh, just to back up, just a Hill a bit. Yeah, just as Hill scored in the last two games. Yes. Uh, this season, when England went out, and in the game that he was rested, yeah, uh, I think Gus has only got two on the year. Yeah. No. So, um, yeah, I'd much prefer justice at the um, price. price. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with that. Let's move over to then uh, Kansas City. Uh, Houston are the visitors. Kansas City, nine and a half point favourites. Over under here is 51. Um, I mean, this should be Buffalo playing in this game, to be quite honest. How Houston managed to turn that one around and, and, and come out with a victory, uh, only God knows. But um, maybe JJ Watt knows as well. But there yeah, we go. Uh, I don't think they're going to get out of jail here. I think Kansas City are just going to blow them away. Um, yeah, this one interesting stat was that Kansas City are the, fir- uh, are the f- first ranked team in terms of third down offense. Uh, Houston are the 31st. Uh, in terms of third down defense, so I can't see how Kansas City are going to have their drives stopped by Houston. Houston's defense was was is, was not great last week, despite the return of, um, you know, it took two plays, one by JJ Watt and one by Whitney Merciless to, to turn it around. I'm not sure Kansas City are going to give them the opportunity to do that. Houston defense is awful, um, and without Will Fuller, I can't remember his status for this game, but um, yeah, if, he's if, likely to play. I think he is. Oh, okay, well, so that kind of helps. But this Kansas City defense is is much improved from the start of the season and you know they're, they're quite underrated as well actually so and I, I just think Kansas City at home are going to do what they did to the Colts last year in the it was in the divisional divisional round as well so um, yeah I can't I can't see anything other than, than Kansas City winning this one comfortably yeah it's Andy Reid off a bye week isn't it Andy Everyone, Reed, um, off the bye that's the one that's the one that everyone's going to mention this week um, I was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday um, I, I will will mention it was a uh, whale capper uh whale andy and the white whale it's very very good if you um you want a little a lot more in depth than we can go um yeah he basically said that despite the andy Reid off the buy thing the unders uh with the chiefs are seven to one 
So uh, eight, seven of the last eight games off a bye with Andy Reid have gone under for the Chiefs. Yeah, nice. Uh, however, in the three games that they've had with Mahomes, uh, they've scored 36 points a game. So basically, the defence steps up massively yeah. coming off a bye um, for the Chiefs. I don't know whether there's any relevance to that, but you can get under 20.5 points for the Texans. Mm, which yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably take that over yeah. the over 51. Because I, I looked at the 51 line, which is obviously the highest of the weekend, and I was thinking, well... Yeah, I can see Kansas City getting 30 to 35. Like I say, well, probably around 36. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, Deshaun Watson's good enough to get some garbage time stuff anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I think obviously that, that's the only reason they won last week. I know everyone, the broadcast was trying to put it all on JJ Watt, and that was definitely the turning point. But Deshaun Watson won that game. He's just phenomenal. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. And he will, he will be able to do something. Yeah, in this one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's three to one to score any time, which is pretty decent. Um, mm. The best I found in the states was plus two two five, which mm. is, yeah. which is not very good at all. Um, <laughs> so to, yeah, I need so I need to buy to you. I need to buy you a, a, a uh, odds calculation uh, converter. A converter. Yeah. Well, I, I found uh, Will Fuller at three point six five, which um, doesn't really have a fractional odds. It's between thirteen to five and eleven to four, apparently. Yeah. But unfortunately, Tim, we're we're getting left behind now. Everyone's going uh, decimal now, so nah, we always, uh, always fractions. need to move with the times. Nah, always, um, <coughs> yeah, fractions. I've got nothing uh, nothing unyarded for this one. Uh, Chris Jones was listed as questionable yesterday, which is going to hurt the um, Chiefs' pass rush. But if we all saw what happened last week, the pass rush against the Texans is a bit um, kind of hit and miss anyway, just because of Deshaun Watson. Mm. Uh, Will Fuller's the key man for the Texans, as I say, he is likely to play. But uh, is soft tissue injury, and we know what he's like, so I wouldn't be surprised mm. if he goes out after two or three runs. Yeah, well, it's cold weather as well, isn't it? Uh, yeah, just on the touchdown side of things, McCall Harmon was four to one. Obviously, he does the returns as well, so you're kind of getting a bit more for your money there. Um, he scored, he scored quite a few recently as well. So, um, didn't, yeah, and that you know that the back end of that Texans defense is not is not great. McCall Harmon is the burner. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was seven to one as well, which I thought was quite big. Uh, he's always viable to to run one in as well. So if they, you know, if, if the Kansas City Chiefs are having long uh, long drives down to the, you know inside the five, he can always run one in as well. So didn't find think that was too bad personally. So uh, yeah, Kansas City to win easily, probably go overs on that one, but it's not great considering it's a fifty one. Um, yeah, it's always always the trouble yeah, when someone gets up by twenty and then it's, the game dies, isn't it? Yeah, team total for the Chiefs was thirty point five. Um, mm. So if you fancied that instead of the over on the whole game. Um, yeah. that, I don't know whether that's probably a better way to lead. Yeah, I, well, I'd probably go. I'd probably go over on Kansas and under on Houston. Maybe that might be a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's where I would go with uh, those ones. Yeah. Um, a little stat that I missed earlier: the Titans have faced uh, the division winner five weeks in a row now. Uh, mm. Three of them on the road. Hmm. Just, um, just a little tidbit that I got yeah. my notes. I wanted to chuck in there. There you go. No. Um, yeah. No. It should be. Um, yeah, they, they've done really well. They've done really well. Tennessee uh, certainly got into become relevant in terms of everyone talking about them. So there is there is that. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the final game then. Uh, Lambeau Field is going to be a cold one. Seattle uh, are the visitors. Green Bay four and a half point favourites. Forty six and a half is the over uh, under. Uh, Seattle again, possibly slightly slightly fortunate to be in this game. You, know, you obviously know Carson Wentz last week. They struggled to even beat a, a Josh McGowan led uh, Philadelphia Eagles, but I think that's probably more a testament to with no hamstring as well. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, well, hamstring off the bone. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, well, I, I saw I saw him hobbling around. It did um, obviously being a, having a background in sports massage and, and physiotherapy. I knew I knew he was in trouble. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, here's a good here's a good stat for you. Packers are five and one against the spread in home playoff games when favoured by less than six. So that's um, that's pretty good for them. And they say Seattle uh, fortunate to be really in this game. If if Carson Wentz is in that game last week, it's probably uh, Philadelphia in this one. But being a, a, a Cowboys fan, um, I'm happy to take that. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I, this Seattle team is is more. Is more hindered by the fact that obviously Chris Carson is is out. Marshawn Lynch has, has not looked good since he's been back, uh, and this Packers defense, you know, usually you could attack them against the run, but their run defense has gotten better uh, over the last couple of weeks as well. And again, they've obviously had the week off. Um, the run game uh, for Seattle is not going to be great. So yeah, again, uh, and on the other side of the ball, Seattle's rush defense uh, have allowed 120 rush yards uh, in five straight games. Uh, so Aaron Jones, who has had over 100, uh, over 100 yards in three of his last four, I thought his over yardage of 67 and a half was pretty good as well. So I'll probably be taking that one. But I can't see how Seattle stop Green Bay uh, just running the ball in this one and running it down their throats and, and winning with ease. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say with ease, but I have um, backed the Packers as well. I, I went into this one expecting, fully expecting for me to take the Seahawks, to be honest. But the more I looked into it, the more I leaned yeah. towards the Packers. And after a little bit of consideration, I thought, well, yeah, the Packers are at home. They're coming off a bye. It's going to be, well, frigid over there. It's um, They're trying to get people in to clear the snow off the field before the, before the game. Um, it's going to be minus temperatures, which is... Obviously not great, and it will lean to a lot of running the game. But like you said, the Seahawks run game is, um, well, it was inept last week. That was against a very good Eagles run D. But Travis Homer is not a first down, first two downs running back. Um, Pete Carroll has said this week that he wants to get Lynch to ball more. Um, but he is, he's not game fit, which is not surprising after no. a year off. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be a bit of a struggle whereas the Seahawks ranked 26th according to DVOA against the run yep so Aaron Jones should have a bit of a field day here yeah uh, Jamal Williams is likely to be back as well it does mean that work for Aaron Jones will decrease a little um, statistically over the season I think he has about five less carries and quite a few less receptions when Jamal Williams is playing but I do agree with you that 67 and a half is a pretty low line for Aaron Jones yeah um, the Packers are actually six and sorry ten and six against the spread this year, which is quite surprising given how poor they've seemingly been through yeah. the whole season. It's I, I find them really tough to judge, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that was um, that was a very strange stat. Um, they also, I believe, the Packers have won seven out of eight um, one score games, and obviously we know the Seahawks have been experts at winning one score games. Yeah, um, yeah. The the stat I was going with earlier, the Packers are second behind the Ravens with a. Uh, taking the lead early mm-hmm. so if you did fancy the Seahawks you're probably best waiting until the Packers score on their first drive which they generally do um, my little looks for this one uh, David Moore 13-2 to I love a bit of David Moore yeah, do, anyway yeah. um, and I did not think that he would be that high I checked the other day and I think he's about 4-1 to um, so yeah 13-2 to and uh, for the Packers uh, we know that the Seahawks are second worst in the league against a tight end Jimmy Graham is absolute garbage um, they have got a rookie, Jay Sternberger, who played a little bit more towards the end of the season. And admittedly, this is a kind of one target a game kind of guy, but he's 22 to 1 mm. on 888, um, which I thought was worth a stupid uh, large punt. Yeah, Jace the Ace, as they say in cards. Yeah. Jace the Ace. Okay, right. Well, let's. Um, yeah, that pretty much wraps us up then. So, what's your, what's your best bet for the weekend before we get out of here? 
Oh god, I forgot about that. Uh, I would have to go Dalvin Cook six to five. I'd say anything over even for Dalvin Cook, I'm going to be taking it. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Probably my my one probably be Kansas City minus nine and a half as well. So. Um, for the, like the 10 to 11 stuff but so yeah we'll, we'll see all these up on the website obviously full yardscom don't forget to check out all Adam's good stuff at Touchdown Tips on Twitter at tdtips.com as well so um, I'm going to go and let you recover re- fully recover from your Christmas illnesses and um, go and watch your daughter play some football if she's not been left back in the change room <laughs> and uh, yeah can't see her at the moment, so I'm sure she's around somewhere. There we go. All right, mate. Well, it's been uh, yeah, it's been a while since we spoke, but yeah, always good to speak to you. Good luck with all your bets, mate, and uh, we'll be back next week for the championship round. Yep, looking forward to it. Uh, enjoy the best weekend of football all year. Yeah, absolutely. Right, let's get out of here. We'll speak to you guys back on Monday. But in the meantime, it's goodbye from Adam. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. In the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's a bye for now. A bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show, full10yards at gmail.com.